I just want to tell you too that I thought that I had given up my sugar demon, but right yeah, here yeah, yeah. I have a whole bag of sour patch heads. OMG, <laughs> those are like Which, sugar demons in like I, my the... sugar demon was in the cage all week and then somehow I started feeling little aches and pains in my body this morning and now I'm going to self-soothe with the sour patch heads. While we oh talk. my god. Okay. What's your plan <laughs> for locking up my sugar demon for good? Yeah, I've been yeah. I've, I've been sticking to my macro plan for those people listening, just tuning in. I track my yeah. macros obsessively, protein, carbs, and fat, etc. <laughs> and she got me to do it now. I do it. <laughs> and then I had Sarah portioning her chicken like like she was distributing A it on the street. Crazy person. Yes. <laughs> like ziplocs. Like like distrib distribution level charges distribution grade chicken. chicken. <laughs> yeah. I've got four point two ounces of chicken. I need six point seven ounces of chicken to get uh -huh. my hundred twenty grams of protein. That's me. Yep. All right, back to your sugar demon though, because that's like that's like a movie theater size bag. <laughs> I'm only gonna eat two. Bat bags? No, <laughs> two of the bags. <laughs> it's not movie theater set. Maybe it says it has six Is times. It share, oh, it's got forty-two pieces card? inside. <laughs> One oh for God. every year that I've been alive. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd so have to go get three you, more. <laughs> like, how far are you going to let this? Go. How far no, I've been really good this week for reals, but I, and I've just more brought it for fun, but yeah, I'll have like one maybe. Oh, cause Seriously? sugar doesn't make me so feel can, good. So you can moderate? I can moderate my sugar. I I've had, I've had a really, I had a really good week and I felt really Zen about it. But sometimes if I start to feel a little bad about myself, I'm then I'm like, I need some sugar or tired. I think that's I the thing. The last couple of nights I didn't get a good night's sleep. So I was like, then I'm like, Ooh, I need some sugar. Totally. You just need like a Maybe little, this boost, will be in like my astrology, a feel good my quick astrology report. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be. So should we jump in? Yeah, we should jump in. Why not? All right. Hello, Sobertown. Happy new year crew. Let's jump on that train and ride right into the wonderful, amazing for me, over sugared world of sobriety. I'm with Sarah Malloy. And I'm here with Elaine Schuyler Neal, and you are hanging with the sober baddies and the sour. Welcome patch to kids. another ep and the sour patch kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine them as little like sugary gummy chuckies. They are. I'll show you them later. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we have a, a exciting episode today. Today we're doing sobriety and astrology. That's this really is something. Cool. It's going to be fun. This is something that's like really near and dear to my heart. I um, spent, let's see, I got my bachelor's degree and in then astrology. I got my PhD. In, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually, I don't think it's actually funny. I think there's actually people out there who do it. Oh, um, <laughs> so I got a bachelor's degree and then I pursued my PhD in waitressing <laughs> and during those 10 years of waitressing with a bachelor's degree, um, I have learned a lot of things, um, but I sort of became enamored with astrology because I'm one of those people who likes organization and I like 
boxes and I like to be able to organize things into boxes. And I've always just been a very people person and I like to be able to kind of categorize and organize people. I like to be able to anticipate them. And so this just, I, I got a book and then I kept getting books and I'm now you, and then you got the crystals and you got the, now you've got yeah. a whole Zen Den. Yeah. I have the water bottle that has crystals inside of it. You if do you not. You have a water phone. bottle no, with I crystals. I do not. No, <laughs> but I saw one. I think Gwyneth peddles them. <laughs> I was one. Oh, Gwyneth. Oh my God. The goop. The oh. um, Yeah. So wait, are you talking about literal boxes or figurative boxes or both? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking about figurative boxes, like you'd like to yeah. character traits. Like categories. And- yeah. Like this is what I can anticipate yeah. from you. This is what mm-hmm. I can expect from this person, you know, um, which is actually insane considering the person that I married. Um, so here's how I'm going to do it. Should we start? Yeah. And you know, is- and I have a question actually that you might be able to answer yeah. about astrology. Why? Why is the astrological calendar starting in March? Do you know? Because I was looking up all of yes. his signs today and I was like, why does it start in March? Like, what's the deal there? So I don't know why it starts in March, but we, in March, but we always start with Aries. Mm-hmm. Aries is always first. It starts March 21st. I mean, I'm pretty sure that like the universe like started before like the Mayans wrote a calendar yeah. <laughs> with like January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Right, right. So, I mean, it could be that it's just sort of a little incongruent with what we used, you know, on Google apps. Right. <laughs> so, but it doesn't match with my apps. Come on, man. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, I, everything has to be seen. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to ask like why there are signs and like what, Oh, why are causes them, <laughs> dude? I don't even know. I'm gonna, I'm I know gonna... so little about astrology. I don't even know what to ask. But I do love reading the um, relationship ones. Anytime I've ever been in a relationship, I've like Googled mine, and then the other person, and I'm like, "Ooh, we're gonna be good in bed." Yes. Oh, I I know. <laughs> I love love that stuff. <laughs> I know. Um, so I don't really know exactly like how and why, like the stars align. And I do, I do believe, okay. Um, that there's way too much consistency Mm -hmm. in the personalities that I've encountered with, uh, astrology. There's way too much consistency for it just to be a coincidence. Like I believe I'm a believer. And like, if you're not cool, good for you, keep listening you know, have some fun or click over to something else. But it's all going to be um, about like, uh, sub- like sobriety and, and uh, astrology, yes. right? We're going to get the yeah, totally. really cool, wise. So this is going to be, yeah, absolutely. This is going to be astrology um, for sobriety. So like, I can't wait to figure out which are the worst drinkers. That's what I can't wait to figure out. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> So, um, what I'm going to do, the way we're going to do this is, uh, I, I have seven pages printed out of notes that I made. (laughs) I'll be the one that takes astrology way too seriously. And Elaine will just be the funny one. I'll be the one eating (laughs) Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) (laughs) At some point it'll just be Sarah talking about moons and her anus. And I'm just going to be like, there's just going to be chewing sounds. (laughs) 
and like the crinkle of the bag. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the sign and then I'm going to talk about the sign as a drunk. What kind okay, of person cool. you probably were as a drunk, what sort of characteristics and personality traits probably contributed to keeping you drunk, keeping you in that place where you weren't really contributing to society or your family or yourself, that you were actually detracting from all those things. And then I'm going to talk about some of the good things that in sobriety, like gifts you can lean on and um, things that, you know, things you really do have to offer that really will shine in sobriety. And then just if you're, you know, thinking about sobriety, um, here's some like key tricks that you can kind of lean into that are traits kind of about yourself that um, that'll just kind of help you lean, you know, just get lean in and get your sobriety on. Yeah. So, and I just want to add that Sarah spent, yeah. wait, uh, Sarah stayed up till one in the morning doing <laughs> and, and I spent like, what 15 are you? minutes Googling my contribution, which will be sober celebrities and their astrology signs. Yeah. So yeah, my husband's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I have to work out. I'm doing my homework. He's like, for what? Like, do you have a meeting on a Sunday? I was like, no, no, no. I'm hanging out in the lane tomorrow. I got, I got, I have to keep typing. I was like, no, I have to go get this book that um, is like, this book is honestly like where I'm getting all this. I'm not, I'm not as clever and witty and funny as I'm about to start sounding. Okay. What's if you're interested in astrology, this book oh. is called Born on a Rotten Day by Hazel Dixon Cooper. This is where I get my news. <laughs> it's got a great cover. It's oh, all it's little so whimsical creatures. Yeah. Born on a Rotten Day by Hazel Dixon Cooper, illuminating and coping with the dark side of the Zodiac. She also has Love on a Rotten Day, Friends on a Rotten Day. Um, I think there's like a co-working one, a co-worker one. And then I feel like I'm going to email her and say, can you do a kid's one? Yeah. I was going to say, is there day? like a clients on a rotten day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For a self-employed. So <laughs> this book, I love it's the, it. This freaking book has like guided so much of my life. Mm -hmm. It's embarrassing. <laughs> um, well, let's into but, it. Wait. Yeah, let's do it uh also don't be offended okay like if you have thin skin and you're super offended like maybe click over to something a little more mild all right this is basically <laughs> going to be like an equal opportunity roast so hang oh, in there you can try to laugh it. at yourself this like is i read fun. i read the um the vulnerabilities and negativities of my sign and i'm like yeah, yeah i can totally see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> And especially if you're in sobriety, you should be in a place that you can examine some of your flaws or, you know, be able to hear somebody else yeah. talk about them <laughs> and use them for your growth. So without further ado, we're going to kick it off with Aries. All right. Aries happens in uh, between March and April, uh, sorry, March 21st and April 19th. It's the Ram. Um, it's a fire sign and it's cardinal, which means it's, uh, I mean, okay, so there's cardinal fixed and mutable. Cardinal means kind of kind of selfish. <laughs> well, bossy, bossy. 
bossy. Let's go. It kind of goes. It's Aries. kind of bossy. I'm already thinking about this. <laughs> they like to be in charge. All right. So, are you an Aries? You might be an Aries if. Okay. Are you one of those ready, fire, aim kinds of people? Do you see brick walls? Are you a brick walls and barroom brawls kind of person? Like, are you the person who you've got buttons and you feel like everyone's always fucking pushing them? <laughs> are you the person that just takes the shortest route to achieve a goal? Like there's a brick wall and it's like around the brick wall, over the brick wall, <laughs> under the brick wall. And you're like, through the brick wall. <laughs> you, <laughs> is that you? Oh. Yeah. And all of them are always kind of like part hero and part child. Like mm. they, they're kind of powerhouses, mm -hmm. but they kind of, they like to be coddled. They have temperaments and egos. Um, they're impulsive. They're impatient. They're prone to tantrums. They're reactive. They, um, you know, this is the first one. So these guys are the babies of the universe. So they're, they are babyish and they, they, they kind of need to be coddled. They're demanding and they're vulnerable. And I think, do you ever feel, do you feel misunderstood? Do you always feel misunderstood? Like someone's pushing your buttons. You're so misunderstood. Nobody wants to do it your way. You know, you're ready, you're ready for action. And like, that, that, that's like, that's an Aries. That's an Aries. They like their head. They're kind of guided by their head. They like their head to be touched kind of. I can totally validate this. Uh, only because my daughter's in Aries and, and I can validate the impulsivity because she just bought mm -hmm. a stripper pole mm -hmm. <laughs> online mm -hmm. for exercise purposes. And she bought mm -hmm. it at like two in the morning. And I was like, if that's not impulsivity, I don't know what <laughs> it is. Well, that shit's hard to do. I urge you. And here's the thing about that. It's hard mm -hmm. to do. And she's probably, it's hard to do. She's going to master it. She's probably because... going to return it. <laughs> She's probably going to get frustrated and be like, screw this. Yeah. Yeah. They are prone to tantrums and they, um, my biggest thing with Aries is ready, fire, aim. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that kind of kept them, that kind of keeps them drunk or that's one of their biggest challenges, you know, is the, the impulsivity and just the go there's just like let's do this instead mm -hmm. of like stop let's make a plan like how will this work it's like i just ended up drunk like <laughs> um they just like power forward let's do 50 later. shots yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they just like power and then so they're more so to the buckets maybe totally totally and i think that they feel i think that they struggle by feel with feeling misunderstood and so that's something that mm. oh I, I anybody would drink about you know yeah for sure okay so in sobriety the thing that's great about an aries the thing that's going to make an aries i think successful in sobriety is that they are willing to do the hard thing they are kind of powerhouses and if you're ever in a battle there's someone that you want on your side because they're not going to back down they will stand shoulder to shoulder with you and fight to the death and so in sobriety like if they make up their mind they're um they're, they're going to take on this battle i think they're in it to win it i wonder like they who will in go, our community what? is in aries and you know what if you're an aries well, we're probably going to hear from them <laughs> yeah right i hope we do we're going to hear from them all oh yeah <laughs> Um, they're courageous. They're determined. They, um, have energy and passion and ambition. They tend to be competitive. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, sobriety, I think, I, I don't know. I think sobriety 
I'm not competitive, but sobriety appealed to a little bit of competition in me personally. I'm not an Aries. I'll tell you what I am at the end. Same with Elaine. We're not, you get to find out what we are at the end. <laughs> um, here's the thing. They do kind of have a fragile self-image and they need to understand, you know, because think of a toddler, like it's a fragile self-image and they need to be cuddled and they need to be, they need to be kind of, um, guided you know mm -hmm. and so if if they understand if they can understand that booze erodes at the fragile self-image um and it erodes you know at that self-directed intolerance that they have mm -hmm. then they can be successful in sobriety that's awesome so yeah i like, key the, I like the hope Aries. aspect of this you know yeah it's a yeah. roast but it's also a boost totally totally it's a roast boost so if you're in Aries and you're um, work, you're new to sobriety, you're uh, sober curious, here's mm -hmm. the things you can lean into, okay? Redirect your energy. Okay, you have a ton of energy, you've got a lot to give, redirect it into something physical, like a stripper pole, for example. <laughs> like a stripper. Hey, I've heard, I've been told they're not called stripper poles, they're called dance poles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was quickly corrected. Yes. Yes. Well, if an Aries redirects their energy um, into physical exercise, then they can kind of work out some of the rage yeah. and be able to focus on, you know, their, their determination and the things that they've put their energy and passion to. Um, you got to make peace. They're kind of the, they're kind of the um, God of war. <laughs> they will take oh. anything on. Um, they're guided by Mars. And so it's like, just, just work on, like lean into, like challenge yourself to make peace with certain things. Um, also self-soothe in healthy ways because they like to be coddled. It's like, can you find ways to coddle yourself mm -hmm. um, and build that fragile self-image? Um, give yourself praise and attention. And if you can embrace your leadership in a healthy way, it'll boost uh, your ch the challenge of sobriety and it'll kind of tap into some of the gifts that's awesome. So that's Aries. You want to hear moving right along. Sober, oh, do you have any sober Aries? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Elton so, John. Yeah. Okay. So Aries, sober Aries. Well, and I only found how, however many I could find Elton John, Robert Downey Jr., Dane Cook, Ewan McGregor, and Eric Clapton, all sober Aries. Okay. I, I mean, like Elton John, let's think about it because he's a powerhouse. He's a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, he was definitely like ahead of his time. You know, he's wearing high right. heels. He's wearing sparkles. He was just like, let's I'm just do sparkles. it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I mean, back in the sixties and seventies, that was like, that wasn't as vogue as, as you know, it is now. Yeah. And so I think that that boldness, that ready mm -hmm. fire aim, he didn't think about how it would be received, you know, mm -hmm. um, it paid off high risk, high reward for Elton John, but you can also, can't you kind of see him as kind of a baby kind of just needing to be coddled, being kind of petulant in the dressing room <laughs> kind of thing. Hey, you know? Elton, it's cool. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. And then like, oh my God, Robert Downey Jr. Like talk about ready, fire, aim. Talk about yeah, brick walls sure. and barroom brawls. Come on. For sure. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. All right. Moving right along. Taurus. Taurus is April, May. Sorry. Why do I do this? I can read. I really can. <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree. 
in communication and a PhD in waitressing. <laughs> All right, Taurus is April 20th to May 20th. It's the bull, it's an earth sign and it's fixed. That means it's, um, you know, a fixed sign means it's um, <clears throat> stubborn. <laughs> oh, got you. That makes sense. Period. Yeah, stubborn. So um, the uh, the Taurus is they're kind of like a my way or no way mm -hmm, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They're very they're think of a mud dog um, that you're walking in and it takes a ton of work and you're hardly getting everywhere anywhere. That's sort of like doing things with the Taurus like. They're just, they like things to be their way. They get that spot on the couch. Why? Because it's the best spot. Because they're why. a Taurus. <laughs> yeah, because they get that spot. They they get to hold the remote. Why? Mm -hmm. Because that's 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 the way it goes. They, they're gluttonous. Um, they kind of have an insatiable appetite for approval, possessions, food, rest, and sex. Mm. Um, so you could see how that's going to play into alcoholism you know mm -hmm. that's gonna that's gonna play it that's gonna be hard with sobriety that insatiable appetite um they're emotional not intellectual they're guided by venus and so they're sort of they're not as like flimsy and whimsical um as you know like libra and aquarius but they are sort of a they're sort of at the at the will of kind of their emotions and their feelings and the way it feels like and I, i'm talking about like comfort yeah feeling, that makes not sense. like highly emotional you know right um they do struggle with insecurity um they're judgmental they're fixed in their ideas think of that raging bull the temper they jut their jaw they're hard-headed they're stubborn and they can be an emotional manipulator because they want it their way yeah, I could see that. My other daughter is a Taurus and she is like, I ain't cleaning my room, people. <laughs> You're going to yeah. be getting an allowance first. <laughs> totally, totally. Like uh -huh. they get the first slice of the thing because they want the slice that's just the right way. And mm -hmm. they don't mind living in their own messy room. Um, and so I think that, you know, some of the challenges, uh, some of the things that would keep a Taurus drunk is that emotional guidance because that's where that's where addiction lives in the emotional part of your brain yeah for sure and then also um that insatiable appetite i think there's a little bit of laziness too and so doing hard things like quitting drinking and changing the routine they love routine so changing that routine of drinking i think could be really hard yeah um and just the stubborn hard-headed like you're fixed in your ideas and so if you really do believe that alcohol is the key to being fun and happy that's super hard to change yeah that would be that's uh, scary that's scary to have that idea that somebody could be so fixed you know you fixed it's very fixed exactly um but um in sobriety a taurus can be faithful courageous strong patient prudent persevering i mean they're kind they are kind of a tower of strength and they're thrifty they mm -hmm. like they're thrifty um, so little tips and tricks, if you're a Taurus, um, and you're, you kind of want to get sober, they're homebodies. So 
you kind of want to embrace your space and celebrate your routine. Um, that's, I think that's like a, one of the great tricks for the tourists. Yeah. Indulge yourself with things like bubble baths, you know, and just really kind of be indulgent, you know, take a look at that money that you're saving on booze and, you know, get yourself some satin sheets or something that's really, you know, really cozy and loving that you can mm-hmm. really like kind of indulge in and do what it takes to feel secure. So mm-hmm. that security, that like consistency, that routine, that's where the tourist is going to find like traction in sobriety. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. So what do you got? I got, so I was just trying to find one, but the Taurus is the only sober, the only um, sign that I could not find a sober celebrity for. So if you are a sober okay. celebrity and you are a Taurus, you better write in to us at soberbodies yep. at gmail.com. Uh-huh. 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 Here, look- I think I have some. Oh, here's a quote from a Taurus, anonymous. Rule number one, I'm never wrong. Rule number two, when in doubt, refer to rule number one. <laughs> That's Taurus. <laughs> um okay Taurus yeah they're stingy they're stingy (laughs) they're lazy they're raging um let's see who do we got John Wilkes Booth Calamity Jane Carrie Gary Condit really where'd you find all these in the back of your book book. oh nice damn yeah you didn't have to spend Uh, the 20 minutes googling (laughs) <laughs> you could have just been eating shower patch kids this I know. <laughs> um let's see who else is a tourist emperor hirohito of japan ho chi Minh, reverend jim jones timothy mcveigh dennis rodman homer simpson homer simpson, <laughs> homer simpson. <laughs> that's just homer gonna make simpson me laugh the rest of the day <laughs> think of homer simpson the fact yeah, that he even like, gave them a birthday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that they established that character point with him is hilarious. He's he's like a quintessential tourist, though. It's like mm-hmm. he gets the comfy spot. He's rooted in his routine of his ways. Like quitting drinking is, why would you do that? That's not in my routine. Like yeah. uh, disrupting the routine is way harder than going without a substance. You know, like mm-hmm. they're more addicted to the routine of it than they are like the actual substance of it. Even though we all know alcohol is an addictive substance. Everyone's addicted to substance. All right. Moving right along. Gemini, May 21st through June 20th. It's the, it's, uh, they're symbolized by the twins. It's air and it's mutable. So um, when I say they're the qualities, um, there's, so they're, they're guided. The qualities are fire, earth, air, and water. And the, qual- the elements fire, earth, air, water. Okay. And the qualities are cardinal, fixed, and mutable. Mutable means inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So the Gemini, are you flighty? Are you inconsistent? (laughs) Can you kind of be aggressive? Cause you, cause you want things to be your way. Gemini, the twins, double trouble, double talk, double life, deceit. Mm. um are you the kind of person that's been known to say because i want to (laughs) is hanging out with you like being a permanent guest at the mad hatters tea party (laughs) 
Are you <laughs> Are you kind of a party animal? Are you now the Gemini is symbolized by twins and um this is not to be confused with the Pisces two fish. The two mm -hmm. fish kind of swim against each other, creating Pisces is its own worst enemy, not with Gemini. Mm -hmm. Gemini, the two twins stand side by side, shoulder to shoulder against you. Like they <laughs> Guess, yeah. egging each other on, mm -hmm. okay? They've just got, it's like they're their own sort of best friend. They're crafty versus intellectual, which is probably why they've been able to maintain alcoholism as long as mm. um they have because they're they're crafty they kind of want things their way they're they are a little manipulative um they're headstrong they want freedom you know it's an air sign so they're kind of they need they need space um are you overextended are you like a multitasker are you like a multi are you multi-talented um are you fickle? Are you cagey? Are you slapdash? Are like, you a double talker? <laughs> I got a Google. You know, just sort of like putting stuff together, kind of like, okay, it's done. Yeah. You know, they're not like a meticulous, <laughs> but they're just sort of like, yep. Because I would, I think a lot of the Gemini's I know, and I would say that Gemini is um, multi-talented mm -hmm. and they're, they can multitask. They're, they're, they're talented. They're quick witted. And so they can sort of like, throw something together last minute and it's like yeah. as good as the person who stayed up all night working. Yeah. So that's kind of what I mean by slapdash. Like mm -hmm. they don't really have to try, which is probably what has also kept them drinking because it's like, they don't really have to try that hard at life. They can mm -hmm. still, they can be drunk the night before and still show up and slapdash something worthwhile together. Um, I kind of feel naturally annoyed by the Gemini, but maybe that's because I used to be married to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Double talk, double life, deceit. Um, because I want to, yeah. And they are, you know, there's two of them. So it is that whole Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Um, the the uh, Gemini, um, Donna Karen mm. said, forget what you need, think only about desire. Mm -hmm. and that's they're they're kind of they're social they're very social they love an excuse to party and they also have deeply excused deeply held beliefs so i mean can you see how like some of those things would like keep a personality like that of drinking you know yeah for like, sure the social aspect yeah um the social the crafty the um kind of naturally talented you know you can kind of pull it off you can pull off being drunk you know mm -hmm. um in your life you know but it, <laughs> yeah it is it is if you can um you know find sobriety some of the gifts that i think are to be garnered in gemini um is that they can be really energetic they're versatile they can be super charming intelligent they're multitaskers, they're social butterflies. They are fun loving. They can find fun. Like if you're in sobriety and you're a Gemini, I bet you're finding fun in a lot of new things, you know, that you didn't used to, you know, just, just finding new opportunities in sobriety. Mm -hmm. um, they are independent. They are multi-talented. Um, 
And they can be really generous of spirit with lots of friends and being really versatile. So they would make like a great addition to a sober crew. Um, yeah, I you know, like that. a sober group. Mm -hmm. So if you are a Gemini and you want to get sober, you want to think about sobriety, I think step one is to find someone that you can communicate with, um, pay a pro if you have to, because I think that they're very outward. With you. <laughs> yeah, <kidding. laughs> well, yeah, you're, they're just so outward that that's kind of how they are able mm -hmm. to work out the inner workings of themselves is sort of outwardly. And so if they're kind of left to their own devices, they get crafty and deceitful and they might go back to lying and sneaking. And I think that um, if you can be honest and find someone to communicate and really be able to like sort of see yourself clearly, pay a pro if you have to maybe journal so that you can see all your good ideas and acknowledge and validate what you really do have to offer instead of, cause they're air. So they probably have a lot to give, but it sort of gets sort of, it sort of floats, floats away because they're so like overextended. Type oh, okay. And I think alcoholism be something that's, <laughs> yeah, they're floaty. They're like, they're, they're a helium balloon. You know what they need, like in a partner or, you know, in companion is someone that's like a stake in the ground, like Taurus, maybe, you know, that they can tie the helium, it's a stake in the mud. That's not, it's like, I'm happy here. I'm not going anywhere. But the <laughs> helium balloon is like tied to the stake and that they can just flit about in the air knowing that there's someone there to ground. Um, also, when you're ready, do something celebratory, like a fancy dinner out, because they do love that social butterfly, that kind of sparkle out and about feeling. Um, and so, celebrate your try to find ways that you can celebrate your sobriety and mm -hmm. that's that or that's how the gemini can um can uh do well well-behaved women rarely make history that's a quote by gemini marilyn Monroe. wow okay mm -hmm. other other celeb gemini's include well you probably have 50 in your book but these i found uh -uh. easily natalie portman naomi campbell russell brand colin farrell Okay. 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 Natalie Portman. Who'd you say before Russell Brand? Um, Natalie Portman, Naomi Campbell, Russell Brand, Colin Farrell. Huh? Okay. It's an interesting, I mean, I'm going to jump. Yeah, it is. And like, let's think about Natalie Portman real quick for a minute. Like she was able to hone her gifts. She's an actress. And then would she go to Harvard? Like, yeah, maybe that's classic Gemini. Mm -hmm. That's classic Gemini where it's like, wait, I didn't know you're like drinking with a Gemini at the bar. It's two o'clock in the morning. And you're like, wait, you're in law school. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just, they, they just like can pull it off. Mm -hmm. Um, Russell Brand, I love him so much. And he would be the perfect example of sort of the Gemini's gifts gone wrong, you know, because he was an addict and he, and he's so dynamic of a person. So, yep. Okay. All right, moving right along. You guys still with us? Are you ready? Oh, it's time for Scorpio. Okay. Wait, what about cancer? Oh, oh I missed it. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, we do need to do cancer. Okay, okay, there's my pages. Oh, my, getting my, good job. Good job, Elaine. Good job, Elaine. I just got a list in front of me. Otherwise, I wouldn't know them at all. Uh, yeah, which 
Um, I'm worried. Okay. Virgo. I, I got to get my pages. Dang it. This is, I'm sorry. This is so annoying. Oh, no, but, um, no, it's all good. Cancer. Okay. Virgo. Cancer. Yeah. All right. Cancer. Cancer is the crab. I always felt like right. cancer, like that just sounds like a bad sign to have. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like something you should like talk to your doctor. About. I know. <laughs> I am. Um, but it's funny. Cancer is like the step into my parlor. Okay. Oh. So cancer is June 21st to July 22nd. They're the crab. They're they're guided by water and they are moody and bossy and they're kind of emotional manipulators. So grabbiness. <laughs> yes. Yes. They are um they're obsessed. <laughs> I they just sort of they sort of their little crab claws, you know, they sort of like clab onto something and they don't they don't really let go. They hold on real mm -hmm. tight. They're nostalgic. Are you a cancer? Do you have like a box of like, do you have like the very first baby shoes you ever wore up in your attic? Do you like <laughs> keep everything? Do you invite someone over for coffee and like show them every little thing from like your childhood? <laughs> or you might be a cancer. Um, they're crabby. They're furative. Are you kind of recluse reclusive and brittle? Are you kind of a shadowy martyr? Um, cancer is kind of a martyr. Um, do you kind of wallow in emotional turmoil? Is that sort of like your happy place? <laughs> um, are you pathologically shy in public? Are you, are you touchy instead of logical? Are you snappy? Are you manipulative? Are you a martyr? Are you paranoid? Are you kind of a hypochondriac? I feel like there's something kind of, that I align with. <laughs> really? Uh, um, do you sort of feel like everyone's out to get you? Do you avoid conflict? Do you scuttle back under your rock at all signs of conflict? Mm. You might be a cancer. Um, so those are some things that would keep a cancer drinking. Um, the avoidance of conflict, huge. Um, yeah, I wouldn't that necessarily say that they're as escapist as like Pisces, but they, um, they, they avoid conflict. They, they just, they, they would rather emotionally manipulate you out of a confrontation. And yeah. so I think booze in comes right in handy for that. They're reclusive and they're brittle. And so that brittle nature sort of has them, I think I would say would contribute to a cancer turning to the bottle. Like they're just not brittle brittle is such a great word for it um and they're they're kind of martyrs it's everything falls on them it's all they they do everything for everyone they're just like kind of the eternal like mother sort of um all right but in sobriety i think cancer could shine because they are private. They're not necessarily as like fiercely private as Scorpio, but they're private. They're nurturing and they are deeply committed to family and friends. And so um, if you have, if there's like a cancer in your like sobriety group, they're the ones who just sort of like make sure the meeting goes off, maybe brings cookies who just really, they're just nurturing and they really want to see the group 
thrive. And I think they're a great person to have um, on your team for that. So Um, how can someone be manipulative and nurturing at the same time? (laughs) I think that's that's exactly how we get what we want, right? We say, I made you that beautiful lasagna. So I need you to take me to the airport. (laughs) Taking me to the airport will take only a fraction of the amount of time it took me to make you that lasagna. (laughs) Sounds like there's some cancers in your family. (laughs) There are. There cancer. I don't have any, but I just, I know it well. I've had some cancer friends. I had a cancer roommate and like, she literally had like a box of shit from like when she was a baby, just like little tiny shoes and like this little bib. And it's like, I came over here to drink. Like, I don't care. I don't care about your baby bib, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just, she just kept everything. Oh man. Ah, um, all right, but they can be sweet, they can be chivalrous, and they do kind of have a fun, like offbeat sense of humor. Um, they are snugglers. Uh-huh. They will keep you, you, let's say you might go home with one at night and you wake up you know, the next morning, they will snuggle all day long. They are <laughs> snugglers, which can be delightful, but it can also be kind of constricting. Um, they're whimsical, they're generous. Um, they can be, they have a compassionate heart. So, um, I think there's a lot that a cancer can offer in sobriety. I think that if you are a cancer, you will shine as, um, just kind of a committed, sweet, snuggly, delightful, whimsical, loving person that people can always depend on. You're always there. You're just like, you're emotional and you're always like, ready for love. Okay. Cancers, you need to sign up for, uh, group hugs on the IAS community. Yep. (laughs) Let us know where you're going to be when, and we will come by and get our hug. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We can just, and so in sobriety, if you are a cancer and you're like, all right, now how am I going to do this sobriety thing? I think it would help if you start by kind of like mothering yourself because cancers always want a mother. Like if you meet a cancer guy, it's like, they, he just wants you to cuddle him. Not as much. The Aries kind of wants to be coddled, coddled mm-hmm. like a baby. Cancer just wants to cu- to cuddle in love. They're loving. Um, uh, mother yourself. Find reassurance. They need to be reassured. They're brittle, remember? So you need to find reassurance. Find a group. Keep going back. Get on the app. Keep checking in. Find reassurance. Find someone to cuddle with. Um, find someone who appreciates your offbeat sense of humor. And try to observe your emotions, your emotions and hit that slow-mo button. Patience is a virtue. So you are prepared. They are prepared to wait and plan for the future that they want. And if they can commit to that in sobriety, they can only succeed. They're not impulsive. They will wait in the wings. Like they'll just, they'll wait, they'll wait it out. Like in romantic relationships, you know, they'll just wait it out. Um, and so with sobriety, I think that could pay off. You could lean, lean into that. Um, you are neither weak nor helpless when confronted with adversity. So, you know, I just want to point out that a sober cancer is Toby McGuire. And if Toby McGuire wants to cuddle, I am so (laughs) MG. Better if you wear yeah, your city so, costume. <laughs> all the all the um, celebs that you're doing, Elaine, they're sober. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. Yeah. I love, I love that because that's, I, that's like one of my other favorite things is sober celebrities. Whenever I'm looking for like reassurance or excitement, just a boost, you know, in my, I'm going to an event or something. Yeah. Because they've all done an amazing thing, amazing things usually. And, you know, a lot of them are vocal about it. So that's really cool to read as well. Yeah. And you can see, um, oh, Toby McGuire. Oh, I love him. Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In his Spider-Man jammies. <laughs> you know, he has them. <laughs> you know, he has them. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Leo. Let's see. So have we have, we button zipped and tied cancer with a bow. Yeah. Um, here's, here's a hunter answer. Here's a quote from him. I hate to advocate drugs, alcohol, violence, or insanity to anyone, but they've always worked for me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, we are on Leo, the lion, July 23rd to August 22nd. The lion, it is fire. It is a fixed sign. That means they are stubborn. They are, are you selfish? You might be a Leo. Are you aggressive? Are you attention grabbing? Can you, have you ever been accused of being overbearing? You might be a Leo. Are you an egomaniac, Leo? (laughs) Could could you possibly see a a way in which you could be an egomaniac? Are you kind of childish and self-centered? Do you have self-centered childish behavior? Are you bossy? Okay, so all these are guided by planets, okay? Leo is guided by the sun. All the planets revolve around the sun. It's mm-hmm. exactly how Leo, that's Leo. Leo's the lion, the king of the jungle. It eats all the other animals. All the other animals bow down to the Leo. Always, always the center of attention. In the office, in jail, at the beach. The center of attention, always. Instant gratification gene they were born with the instant gratification gene they want things perfect now Mm -hmm. that's how they want them um do you have a fragile dignity though leo do do you do you do you uh um, you're the center of it but you worry that uh, people think you look like a fool you you want an audience not a critic okay you you go to parties so that you can greet your fans is that you? Is that you, Leo? <laughs> you hear me? You, I, you don't like this, do you? <laughs> um, that's the Leo. I think those the things that would keep a Leo drinking is um, just the audience part of it. The whole like going like I I just imagine a Leo like at an event trying to be sober. Um, and everybody else is drinking and they might be afraid that they look stupid because they're not doing the thing that everybody else is doing. Um, they have that instant gratification gene. And so sometimes the hard parts of sobriety is a lot of like patience and just gutting out these ugly feelings. And Leo's not, Leo's not going to do that. (laughs) They're not very well cut out for that. Um, and so 
Yeah. And I think, I think sobriety takes a lot of introspection and I don't think Leo has that. Leo lashes out and then forgets all about what they said or did. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I'm perfect. They're Bow probably terrible drunks. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're probably terrible drunks. That's what because I said. It was what you said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think that they, they sort of jump to feeling humiliated really quickly because they feel like they're on such a stage they feel like their fucking name is in lights and so whenever they um whenever something you know doesn't go their way they they just feel humiliated and then they lash out they're just it's it's ugly so um they uh but on the bright side leo there's hope for you there's hope um don't there's slit, hope leo don't slit your throat yet <laughs> yeah get jump in this sober train and ride okay because in sobriety a leo can be proud self-assured fun lover they are fun loving they can be playful they're loyal and they're generous they are the overtippers of the universe i love you leo <laughs> and um they're elegant and warm-hearted. They like to be classy. They think that they consider themselves royalty. So they can actually act that way too. They're not, well, I'm gonna stick with Leo. Um, and they can be dignified too. They're steadfast, they're true, and they are magnetic. They, you will find a Leo man at a party or a Leo woman. The light, all the light in the room seems to sort of attract themselves to that leo. That. like oh. they're, yeah there really is a reason for them to feel like they're always a spotlight but i think that that can harm them so in sobriety if you're dipping your toes in sobriety leo um i think it's important for you to locate and nurture the playful happy your playful happy nature because that fragile sort of erodes at that and i think that's going to cause you um to sort of implode. And so when you're in that happy, playful mode, you can be a little bit more adventurous and a little bit more brave and a little bit more just secure in, you know, taking a new risk, like going into sobriety. Um, lean in to the elegant, dignified status that sobriety brings you. Jump, like envision that Wear VIP table. Yeah. yeah, wear your sobriety and really see that VIP table element of it because that's, um, that really is alluring to a Leo. And I think that would keep, um, keep sobriety, keep the sobriety train rolling. You want to cultivate stability because I think if, if Leo thinks they have a fickle crowd, they're going to start throwing rotten tomatoes. So mm. <laughs> at the crowd, so you want to cultivate stability, um, and read few they're intelligent, they're intelligent. And so pick up those sobriety books and read because you are you're ready to fuel that intelligence. Um, do things that foster your self-respect because I think that probably one of the things that keeps Leo drinking is the, just the, you know, like the, the crowd at the bar that's cheering you on. Yeah. That's, that's that, that little tiny temporary ooh, high ooh, that ooh. kind of, yeah, <laughs> totally. I've never done a keg stand, I've just heard. <laughs> I've, I've done my fair share. <laughs> um, the, that's the thing that sort of boosts that ego of the Leo. And it's such a superficial boost. So if you can find ways to foster your self-respect, like giving back, um, because they are heart centered. And so 
if you can give back, it fosters self-respect, it redirects your energy, it'll gain you adoration, um, and try to seek to understand. Their thing is work hard, play hard. So yeah, focus on living life to the fullest. That's Leo. What do you got? Well, sober Leos include Daniel Radcliffe, Jennifer Jennifer Lopez. Talk about like in the lights and Matthew Perry. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez is like a perfect Leo woman because she came from like the Bronx and she was just like another (laughs) chick on the street that could dance. And like everywhere she goes, all the light in the room attaches to her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they say that she's, they say that I think in her early career, she was a little bit of a monster, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because she, it had to be her way. It had to be perfect. She's the queen. She's the queen. That's the thing. Is there royalty? They're the king. For fuck's sake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and her, her, um, her her reasons for drinking sound very, sounded very Leo S. She was like, it just ruins your skin. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I didn't know she was sober. I love that. At least that's what I read on a 55 celebrities you didn't know were sober <laughs> article. I love those. One of my favorite internet deep dives. Oh, that's so awesome. And like now she's back with Ben Affleck. And so I feel like she's probably helping him along because remember he, he's, he, he's, he's struggled right. a little bit. I don't know what his sure. sign is, but um, yeah, Jen Lopez is the quintessential Leo. Like all the world's a stage they want an audience not a critic so if you're married to one like i am there you, you just kind of gotta continue to pander for them good job i'm so oh, proud wait. of you look at that i think wait a second yeah i think i think yeah ben affleck's a leo wow they, that is actually a really good match um, yeah is leo and leo because they're just both so caught up in themselves that they feel like the, the other understand each that other and compliments either. them. <laughs> yeah. 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 They don't drag each other down. Like for example, two Pisces might. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving right along. Virgo, the Virgin, August 23rd to September 22nd. Okay. They are earth. They are mutable. Uh, Virgo, do you bite your nails? Yes. Chances. I used to, I, when I was a waitress, people would hand me their ID and they'd have these chewed off nails and I'd go, uh, are you a Virgo? And they'd go, oh my God. And everybody at the table would be like, he totally is. And I'm like, does your backpack rattle from all of your prescription meds that you carry around with you? Cause you're such a fucking hypochondriac. Well, I am not a Virgo, but I do bite my nails. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying okay. Um, key things for Virgo. Are you all about control? Are you hard-headed? But but are you inconsistent, but you demand consistency from everybody else? Is that you, Virgo? Um, Are you kind of an emotional manipulator? Are you, can you be accused of being um, hypercritical? Where's my, oh, here we go. Here it is. Are you a nitpicker, crank, critic? Are you self-absorbed? Are you a self-absorbed fuss budget? Are you critical and irritable? Is nothing ever good enough for you, Virgo? Is that so? Is that is that exactly how you want me to wipe down the counter? Is this how you want me to load the dishwasher, Virgo? Are you kind of a hypochondriac? Do you sweat the small stuff? They're deliberate, not spontaneous. 
not spontaneous? <laughs> Are you focused on other people's flaws, Virgo? Are you the don't get mad, get even? Are you least likely to admit a mistake? Are you like predictable to the point of like setting your watch by it? Are you, do you fall victim to only seeing your point of view? (laughs) Virgo, are you a perfectionist? Do you only see the forest for the trees? Are you like so bogged down with the minute um, of life that you let life pass you by? Do you, do you spend time moving metaphorical piles of laundry from one side of your psyche to the other without actually solving anything? (laughs) I'm like, damn, maybe I am a Virgo. (laughs) (laughs) You have lots of systems for coping with life. Are you kind of compulsive obsessive? Like, are you meticulous about stupid shit? You might be a Virgo. (laughs) That's Virgo. Do you know any Virgos, Elaine? No, but I swear some of the, some of the compulsivity stuff, I'm like, God, I maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you relate to all mm-hmm. these other signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They're, they are, they're compulsive and they're critical, naggy nitpicker cranks, but <laughs> they're fuss budget. But, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> fuss budget. And those are the things, a lot of this, that perfectionism And the fixation on other people's flaws is what's going to keep a Virgo drinking and what's going to make a Virgo a bad drunk because they're not really, they're the virgin. They're right. I think that they oftentimes suffer from like broken fingers from wagging them in other people's faces. (laughs) (laughs) And so that inability to actually look at the self, examine the self, criticize the self, change the self, change the routine of the self is probably what's kept a Virgo drinking for as long as they have. Mm. That the systems for coping with life and that like setting your watch by that beer or that glass of scotch or whatever is like hard for them to even see that they're doing that, that it's a problem. Sounds like high anxiety as well. Super. Super. That's why they rattle all the pills in the backpack and the nail biting and the nail biting. Totally. Totally. So the Virgo, um, so in sobriety, if you can, if you can remove the poison a Virgo is actually a great person to have around because they're modest, they're practical and they're logical. And they make you feel better about yourself because they bite your nails and you don't. Yeah. (laughs) if you need a trim, they'll bite your nails for you. Gross. (laughs) First of all, I'm not biting anybody else's nails. Okay. I'll snuggle Toby McGuire, but (laughs) I bit, I had to bite off a little hangnail of my baby's toe the other day. (laughs) That's a mother thing though. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so a Virgo in sobriety can be um, very discriminating, meticulous, faithful, very faithful, thoughtful, super thoughtful, because they have all this space in their brain to stress about the tiny things in life. They sweat the small stuff. Mm. And so they can be super thoughtful. Um, they can be cool-headed during a crisis and they're conscientious. They are capable and kind. They're very real. They can be strong-willed and they do have exceptional self-discipline. Um, you, 
Yeah. The other thing that I do love about a Virgo is they never expect more from others than that which they are willing to give. And their opinion is usually correct or sought by others. Like they, they are discerning, you know? Um, and so they, they're not just blabbermouth like Sagittarius. They, um, they really do. They, they have something to say and they wait to talk until they, you know, have something to say. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the good things about um, Virgo. And Virgo, if you're thinking about getting sober, um, the name of the game for you is habit, 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 routine, routine, routine. They say that um, <laughs> they say that Virgos are known to tape the lovemaking schedule to the bedroom door. Just kidding. <laughs> only, but only some of them do that. <laughs> but the habit, 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 and the routine, routine, routine mm-hmm. are the places where you're going to find traction in sobriety. Planning ahead, making a schedule, that forethought that Virgo so does. Um, that's going to help them in sobriety. Also try to challenge yourself to relax and enjoy life's little surprises instead Mm -hmm. of having everything planned and being able to anticipate every little thing. Um, if you can let sobriety surprise, surprise you and try to kind of go with it, that's way that's a little outside your comfort zone, but it might be something to try to lean into. Um, instead of scattering your energy to try to control the world, work on listening first. Try to find some self-compassion. Also, outwit the addiction. Lean into your cool self-assurance. They say, this Virgo's saying is a time and a place for everything. So rest on the moral principle of sobriety. One organized step at a time. Those are all like good tips for anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was Sign like reading this and I was like, these are all really good for whoever you are. If you don't believe in astrology, just listen to the tail end of each category, okay? Famous, um, famous Virgos include Jada Pinkett Smith, Blake Lively, and Stephen King. All pretty uh, meticulous individuals. Meticulous, yeah. And all King. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, okay, we're going to go from Virgo right into Libra. And I'm just, just trying to keep myself straight because I have just like printed off all seven pages and I like look like Bernie Sanders, like walking around the house with like papers <laughs> flying out of my folder. <laughs> uh, okay. Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. That's all to come. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Libra, are we ready? We're ready. Okay, cool. Libra, September 23rd to October 22nd, they are symbolized by the scales. It's an air sign. It's a cardinal sign. They are flighty, they are bossy, and they can be aggressive. Libra is self-indulgent. They are indecisive. They are escapist in nature. Are you a perfectionist? Are you never satisfied? Are you fickle and inconsistent? Are you subjective instead of judicious? Are you, again, indecisive? Are you irresolute? Are you illogical? Are you kind of superficial, Libra? Are you kind of like, do you choose beauty over substance? 
See, I've got the list of sober celebrities in front of me and I'm just snickering out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm like, that person is superficial. (laughs) Yes. Mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. Like, if you want to find a Libra guy in the club, go where the mirrors are. That's where they'll be. Um, A famous Libra once said, I can resist anything but temptation. So that's probably something that's keeping them drinking. Um, do you rationalize bad behavior because you are so perfect? Do you, are you self-indulgent? Do you detract and distract from your flaws? Are you the actor, the double agent? Are you the, are you social and you love an excuse to party? Do you have, have deeply held beliefs? Then you might be a Libra. So um, Libra is also the scales, but the scales are always tipped forever in their favor. They are always right. They are always, um, they, they don't really do anything wrong. And they are the other ones too, who have a failure to see their own bad behavior or flaws. Yeah. But I mean, so like, that's, you can perceive yeah. that right. as like, they think they're always right. They're not always right. Oh, right? oh Absolutely. <laughs> No, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, they, they're the one that's going to like take you out to the garden because you guys are going to go gardening together. And then they, they're wagging their finger and pointing at all the things you need to do because it needs to be just this beautiful for the party this weekend. And then they're inside with Leo pouring themselves a cool glass of lemonade. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Libra. Okay, but... So those are the things that perfectionism, I think, is going to keep a Libra drinking because um, they're already perfect. They can't improve yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. And the self-indulgence, you know, it's like that's that's going to keep them. They are escapist because they kind of live in a, it's like narcissist, you know, the story of the actual, not like the overuse of that word we have now in mm-hmm. our society. Yeah. Um, but the actual mythological narcissist who like was staring into the pond or whatever and like fell in and drowned. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's Libra. Um, but they are escapists too, because they live in this fantasy world where they are the beautiful virgin, you know, mm-hmm. or sorry, not the virgin that's Virgo. Sorry. But they live in the fantasy world where they just got the flowing, flowing locks and the perfect skin and the everything. Um, very superficial beauty over substance. All right. Do we all understand how a Libra could keep drinking? (laughs) These are some things that, um, once sober, a Libra can really shine because they do believe in harmony. They like when things really do like flow and vibe together and they can be impartial to like the people in their group. So, as like, I don't know, maybe like a sobriety group leader, a Libra would be really good because they, they don't like take sides. I mean, they can be kind of pot stirrers for like their own, uh, their own entertainment, Yeah. but, um, they can be impartial, you know, in a, and diplomatic. They do seek truth, beauty, charismatic, charming. They're lively and friendly. They have a lively and friendly personality. And they do have a single-minded determination that borders obsession. They like to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. So That's in sobriety, yeah, 
in sobriety, if you're a Libra and you're thinking about sober sobriety, sobriety, or you're in it and you're thinking, all right, how can I, how can I lean into my Libra vibes to boost my sobriety? Strut, you're probably glowing from all this beautiful <laughs> alcohol-free lifestyle. So look at the mirror, strut, maybe indulge yourself in like a beautiful like skin cream or a fancy haircut or something because you're glowing. Um, I challenge you to work on self-awareness because I think that's one of the key things of sobriety. And it's also kind of a blind spot for Libra. So mm -hmm. that's a place where you could really thrive and find growth um, and try to challenge your deeply held beliefs. I think that's true for everybody, but Libra, they, you know, with the lack of self-awareness and um, their kind of their focus on, um, you know, beauty over substance, they, they kind of hold, they have deeply held beliefs that keep, that, that might hold them back. Also um, seek harmony and find that peaceful coexistence, maybe like with your old life and your new life. Like I think if you're spending time sort of focusing on like splicing those things together, that's a great use of like your Libra mm -hmm. penchant mm -hmm. for harmony. So that will keep you sober, Libra. Sober Libras. Sober Libras include Zach Efron and Eminem. Eminem? Eminem. Pretty different people, but yeah, interesting. Uh -huh. Yeah, think about Zach Efron. I mean, look <laughs> at him. God, he looks great in a mirror, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> it's like how he got where he is. For now, he's, he's still a baby. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know. I, think but I, I mean, Eminem's him. aged pretty well too. I mean, he's like, he looks just like, well, I wouldn't say just like what he does, but his looks pretty yeah. much stayed the same. Totally. Totally. There's that, that's that sobriety for you, Libra. That's another thing you can lean on is like, you want to be beautiful, stick with sobriety. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way to get glowing skin. Okay. Now we're on Scorpio. Scorpio is October 23rd to November 21st, the scorpion. Scorpio is a water sign and it's fixed. That means they're moody and they're stubborn and they are emotional manipulators. Okay, so um, Scorpio, it's, it's a scorpion with um, like the armor on the outside, but Beneath the armor is a bottomless roiling paradox. They have an exact. <laughs> they are tar. Nothing, Scorpio. <laughs> you yeah, mush on no, the they're brittle. They're they're a lot like Cancer. So Cancer is a water sign too, and Scorpio is a water sign, and they're both they're brittle. But Scorpio is like scary brittle because they are. Um, they thrive on power and control and they are terrified of deep emotional independence, deep emotional dependence. Whereas, um, whereas cancer is actually looking for some deep emotional dependence. So, um, Scorpio, are you exaggerated in nature? Are you known to go to extremes? Scorpio will destroy itself trying to get revenge. Are you a masochist, Scorpio? Are you overreactive? <laughs> Are you selfish? Are you obsessed, Scorpio? Are you like, do you still check up 
on like your high school girlfriend that cheated on you? Do you like look at her Facebook like once a fucking week? Do you know where she lives? Do you know what her kids' names are? I bet you do, Scorpio. Um, they are stealthy control freaks. They thrive on power and control and nothing is more important to them than the upper hand, period. Um, water, fire, knives, guns, nothing can harm Scorpio, but Scorpio itself. Scorpio will kill itself trying to get revenge. Um, they are extreme, not rational. They, they will lose sight of what they're even, you know, that movie, have you ever seen that movie mouse hunt? starring um dang it dang it who's that guy from the birdcage oh nathan lane nathan lane thank you starring nathan lane where they like burn they basically ruin the house they take the house down to rubble trying to catch a mouse in the house oh but that's that's scorpio (laughs) i would love scorpio lane in that (laughs) um uh Scorpio has a very black and white view. It's a very all or nothing gene. Okay. Like you either love them and you are devoted to them and you are under them or you are nothing to them because you have, um, you know, you have usurped their power. Um, they're secretive and private, like to a scary level, like the privacy fence behind bushes. Like you go for a date with the Scorpio, they take you to some deep, dark dive bar no one's ever heard of. Like they, they just, their morbid fear of rejection will keep you, keep them from letting you know anything about them. They're excellent at small talk. They don't want to tell you anything about themselves. They're not going to show you their tattoo. They're not going to tell you what it means because they have a morbid fear of rejection, which hurts them because they don't actually ever get close to anybody because they're so fucking afraid that someone's going to hurt them and reject them. That's the whole way that Scorpio harms itself. That tail just, um, they, they, they are like the author of the quote, get them before they get you. So they will hurt you preemptively so Mm -hmm. that you don't get hurt. And as a drinker, I feel like that's something that is, the alcohol, I think, keeps Scorpio from formulating meaningful, lasting relationships mm-hmm. because they already have that penchant to keep people at an arm's length so that they can yeah. maintain control. Alcohol and I think so isolating. Yeah, alcohol is super isolating. And I think it's really dangerous, I think, for Scorpio. Um, they can get obsessed. And we all know that, like, just that mind loop um, that alcohol gives you, I think Scorpio is that can just be super pronounced with Scorpio. Um, And just like the self-destruction, that's already there for them. And so with alcohol, I think that just keeps them drinking. So just Scorpio is is a dangerous one because um, the extreme behavior, the black and white, where it's like, you have one, like, say you're trying to be sober, Scorpio, and then you have one drink, you're going all the way to the end. You're going to wake up in a gutter because there's no gray area. Yeah. Um, the secretive privacy and then like the, the fear of emotional dependence is, I, I think, what makes Scorpio dangerous, dangerous with alcohol. Is there any good about Scorpio? No. Just kidding. (laughs) I've always, yeah, I've, I kind of have like a universe crush on Scorpio because I just feel 
like I I don't know I would just love to get mixed up in something like that <laughs> I that's Scorpio's like the one that got away the one I never really tried out because in sobriety at their best Scorpio can be intense mysterious sensual they do have the gift of regeneration so that can like really be a boon for them um in sobriety they can be idealistic and passionate and very loyal they can be they have a magnetic confidence and grace and they um they are also acutely aware of your flaws mm. oh no they're acutely aware of their flaws i have to get a charger um they're so acutely aware of their own flaws and that's kind of what keeps them so secretive is because they're afraid that someone else is going to find find out you know right yeah probably definitely bad alcoholics then because they would be super in the closet about that super. because they're already like um not humiliated but they're already like really insecure about yeah, you know not being problem. enough yeah and so alcohol is just not going to bode well for Scorpio. Um, all right. If you are a Scorpion and you want to, here's something, ah, here's some things that you can, dang it. Sorry, everybody. All right. <laughs> Chris got her phone. Somehow. <laughs> I balanced on up. what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in my in my closet hiding from my kids talking to my buddy <laughs> okay so i think scorpio um number one trick for sobriety is find someone that you can trust and allow yourself to trust them and i think maybe for scorpio i think that starts with yourself like you got to start to like repair that relationship with yourself stop trying to like run away and keep people and keep yourself from yourself you know like when you put down the bottle and like find yourself and once you do that find someone that you can trust and be honest with about your journey and if you have to pay someone and hand them a, a fucking nda in order to be okay <laughs> with paying a therapist then then do that because um it's those internal feelings, that fear of losing control, I think that's keeping you drinking. And so if you can embrace your vulnerability um, and know that that's not a character flaw, that's sort of part of being uh, healthy, then you can um, find freedom in that. Don't be um, also, <laughs> yeah, don't be afraid, Scorpio. We all love you. We are going to love you however you are. Like, I think Scorpio often feels um, almost like jealous that other people can be vulnerable or look silly at parties and stuff mm -hmm. and still be confident. Scorpio is like, they have that like fragile sense of self mm -hmm. that makes them, you know, dangerous kind of to themselves. Um, focus yeah, on stability and for suicidal aspects of, um, you know, substance use as well, I would think. Oh, for sure. For sure. Cause there's like shame, you know, the mm -hmm. shame and the guilt just kind of is, is mixes right in with that bottomless roiling paradox that you are Scorpio. <laughs> um, use your solitude and your privacy that you crave so well, use that as a tool for growth and self-assurance. Um, but be careful because I think sometimes solitude can lead people to turn to the bottle. So 
I think that if you're accountable with someone that you can trust and you're being honest about your internal feelings and your vulnerability, then um, you can find stability and uh, growth and self-assurance. Scorpio, there's hope for you. There's hope for you, Scorpio. And sober Scorpions are Gerard Butler and Kathy Griffin. Hmm. Kathy Griffin. You know who else is a sober Scorpion is Demi Moore. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I always, I think about her because she's kind of got those dark, beady little eyes like a scorpion (laughs) would. And she's sensual and sexual, but also fierce. Mm -hmm. And and just, I don't know, like dangerous or something. I don't know. Um, Okay. Next, Sagittarius. So let me have a sip of water here. Sagittarius. I'm married to a Sagittarius. I, th- I think you it's are. Actually, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. This will be fun. This yeah. Will be fun then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Sagittarius is the archer. They are the sensuar, the half man, half horse. Um, they are fire. They are mutable. They are selfish, inconsistent, and they can be aggressive. So Sagittarius, I know you. You don't do subtle, do you? Did you invent mansplaining, Sagittarius? <laughs> do you have foot and mouth disease, Sagittarius? <laughs> Are you sometimes tacked, challenged? <laughs> do you, all you want is independence so that you can be free to be the life of the party, but you want the kind of independence of a teenager because you always need a home to come home to to clean your laundry and get something warm to eat because <laughs> you've been so busy being the life of the party? Is it like painful for you to be alone? Um, do you, or do you overload yourself with projects, parties, causes, and casual friends? Is your favorite game bad to worse? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sagittarius, um, are you passionate and not stable? Do you have outrageous stories of crazy experiences that you've had? Do you have a penchant for vicarious thrills? Are you impulsive? Do you have a low threshold of boredom? Do you fucking loathe routine? Are you kind of clumsy sometimes, Sagittarius? So Sagittarius, what do you think, Elaine? I I, uh, I concur with all of these. <laughs> so Sagittarius is actually the life of the party they say gregarious sagittarius like the sagittarius is the person that gets the party going they're not afraid to chat people up um if you're with one don't be afraid when you just see them rubbing elbows with everyone at the party including all the other beautiful women you know or men or whatever sagittarius they are the life of the party they are like they're the, the horse, you know, the horse and the man and the archer, and they are beautiful. They gallop into the party and they've got like a big horn. They're just like talking, they're mansplaining. <laughs> and it's like, they, there's like a bucket on their, on their hoof. Like, like they're just, they're kind of silly. They're kind of, they're just, they're just, they're kind of fun. And they're that's the, the kind of silliness. <laughs> they're what? They're over the top. Yeah. They can be kind of over the top and they're kind of like Leo except without that, um, 
you know, Leo's like so afraid to like not look dignified and not be respected by all of its fans. Mm-hmm. Um, that Leo and Sagittarius actually are, Leo and Sagittarius together, um, it says we'll have our name in lights. <laughs> and my husband has had two business partners. He's Leo. He's had two business partners that are Sagittarius and they're just, they just get on together swimmingly because they, <laughs> they'll have their name in lights. All right. So Sagittarius, you gregarious Sagittarius. All right. Things that might keep a Sagittarius drinking. Um, the fact that they loathe routine, the fact that they, um, their favorite game is bad to worse. Like, did you, <laughs> here's, here's, here's the example she puts in the book about the favorite game is bad to worse. Like the basement's flooded because when you went to fix the toilet, you didn't turn off the water. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> just, just what were you thinking? And mm-hmm. but they're like explaining it to you the whole time because you don't understand. <laughs> um, some of the things I think that would keep a Sagittarius drinking is the fact that they can't stand to be alone and that they are the life of the party. They need independence. They don't want to be locked down, but they do need a place to do their laundry and get something to eat. Um, passionate, not stable. So they're kind of, they just feel strongly about things and that's what they're committed to, not you know what the reasonable thing is. And they love to be outrageous. Pension for vicarious thrills. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I I was thinking about. I wonder if so. All those things, especially about life of the party, that kind of fits my memory of my current partner, like twenty years ago. And I just wonder mm-hmm. how Sagittarius age. He's definitely still one of those people that loves to talk. Is the smartest person in the room. You know? Yeah. Yes. That kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, but I, I do wonder about like how, you know, how all of our signs evolve as we get older. Totally. Totally. Um, well, here's what's wonderful about Sagittarius that I think Sagittarius can um, uncover in sobriety once, because oh, the life of the party thing, you know, I know a lot of people who are like at the bar right now, you know, mm-hmm. who are like our age because they, they think that they're the life of the party. And I think that that's, that's a bad thing. And I think it can keep someone drinking, yeah. you know? Um, but Sagittarius, when they can overcome that like small, like crowd cheer of the bar, they are gregarious and they're honest and they are fun lovers. They are trusting and they are eternally optimistic. They are super spontaneous. Um, so you probably always have a backpack cause you're like, we're going like they're, they're just, they're willing to just be kind of whimsical and fun and just go with it. Um, they believe that life is to be explored and enjoyed and they're independent, optimistic, they're positive and they're energetic. They're full of good intentions. Like they might ramble into the party with like a bucket stuck to their hoof, you know, making that big clamor, but um they'll use that bucket and make and collect money for a good cause (laughs) yes yeah exactly exactly yes um once Sagittarius once you're able to understand the difference between trusting your luck and pushing your luck you will aim straight and your arrows will always be swift Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of the answer to like the um aging 
because it's like they they used to kind of push their luck you know and just like we'll just take a bus i don't know we'll go to that party we'll stay the night we'll find somewhere like <laughs> that's a very sagittarius spontaneity life of the party let's just do it life's to be enjoyed um all right so if you're a sagittarius in sobriety um here's something that will help you find a sober crew that life of the party thing um you will be you can be the life of a sober party for sure you could probably lead a group um i urge you i challenge you sagittarius to try to embrace solitude um and be cautious of triggers that would come along with that but they they don't like solitude and i think that that's probably what keeps them drinking is because they're they, they just can't just be at home alone they have to be out 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 mm -hmm. and so if you can embrace solitude um and have a solid sobriety toolbox because they are spontaneous. So it's like, you might be like, we're gonna have a quiet night in, we're gonna watch a movie and eat pizza. And the next thing you know, you're like on a flight to Abu Dhabi. It's like, <laughs> well, are we prepared for the triggers that are gonna come with all this spontaneity? Mm -hmm. So I think a little planning ahead, which, you know, Sagittarius doesn't do very well. They're not much planners. They're like, we're in the moment. So. <laughs> try to embrace solitude and also plan ahead um they love a good cause so unleash that force of jupiter onto sobriety they're guided by jupiter so unleash that force onto sobriety you know like lead your group or um stuff like that work on the slow-mo button stop think before you speak and act <laughs> and um lean into your forgive and forget and you don't take life too seriously. So treat sobriety as an adventure and you are sure to succeed, Sagittarius. Sober Sagittarians include Tyra Banks, Brad Pitt, and Sarah Silverman. Mm, those are great. Because you can kind of see the goofy side of both of them. Of all, mm -hmm. By both, I mean all three. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Brad Pitt, total Sagittarius, just like life at the party. Okay, so we got Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. Here we go. Capricorn, December 22nd to January 19th. They are the goat, the mountain climber, okay? They are guided by Earth. It's a cardinal sign. They are known to be hard-headed, bossy, emotional manipulators. They can be kind of domineering, and they smother feelings, especially their own um emotions are like a salt to a slug they're serious not spontaneous they're social climbers they can be a have you been accused of being cold-hearted um and they're also they can be kind of gloomy and pessimistic but i i don't know if that's what describes them um i think some of the things that keep a capricorn drinking is the feeling smothering thing they they smother any feelings that come to the surface and so booze is like the number one go-to for that right for sure um yeah they're domineering and they they're social climbers they 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 kind of set their sights on things and they go for it um they're they're like industrious resourceful they're like the soldiers because like like a rant the the Aries is gonna like go to battle with you shoulder to shoulder like not afraid the capricorn will go to battle with you but they will have like planned and prepared 
Um, so I think those are, to me, those are some of the things that I think would keep a Capricorn drinking. Um, but without drinking, a Capricorn can be conventional and determined and purposeful. They really love the idea of being self-made and that they pull themselves up by their bootstraps. They're strong, they're dependable, and they're very strong will. And that strong will is the thing that like probably keeps a lot of Capricorns drinking. But once you crack it is the thing I think that can keep you in sobriety and help you be successful in sobriety. If you're a Capricorn and you want to find success in sobriety, it's, I think, most important that you reconcile your emotional needs with your drive to succeed. Um, they're kind of a no pain, no gain. And so there's no such thing as a free ride. So I think that that like the pain of like early sobriety, I think is sort of like a badge of honor to a Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it kind of keeps them climbing. They, they set their goal and they stick to it. They're strong-willed, you know, they want to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. So it's like Capricorn, if you just kind of make that goal and decide to do it, you can only succeed. Um, look forward to the fruits of your labors. They're like the ones that like crave financial security. And so I don't know, maybe think about all that money that's piling up that you used to spend on booze, Capricorn, because that's a great <laughs> motivator for you. And lean into the practicality of sobriety. That's, they're, they're so practical. Like my mom's a Capricorn and she wears like running shoes, you know, like athletic shoes, like with every outfit. She's like, I want my feet to be comfortable. I'm like, yeah, yeah but mom, like this is an outfit. Like it's okay <laughs> to be sort of comfortable. You don't have to be exceedingly fucking marathon comfortable at every turn of life. You never know. Like, you can just bust out five, like the ball to 5k run, you know? Yeah. Like, well, she's just like, always wants to be ready to like stack a cord of wood. Yeah. You know, like she's so practical. Like yeah. mom. Um, so that's Capricorn. So, oh, do you want to go sober Capricorns? Sober Capricorns? Yeah, who do we got? Sober Capricorns include Dax Shepard. I love Dax Shepard. Oh, Bradley love Cooper him. and Jim Carrey. Ha, huh, Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. He's the one that lived in his car practicing, <laughs> like making funny faces and um, exercising his facial muscles in those like rear view mirror living in his car because he knew he'd be famous. He was like persistent persistent wow. persistent i did not know that and, about him living in his car but hey yeah come a long way <laughs> yep yep. yeah i don't think Just he does kinda... any drugs whatsoever that's awesome yeah i just love this list of sober celebs because <laughs> whenever i'm like going to an event or just going on a vacation or something and i need to just sort of get some sober like boost i always look up the sober celebrities and i think i'm at the table with these people yeah you know for like sure. we're these people go to all kinds of events and vacations way bigger than mine and they stay and they have this huge career you know and like sobriety is the reason mm -hmm. all right aquarius Aquarius is January 20th to February 18th. They are the water bearer. They, it's an air sign. Okay. It's not a water sign. I know and that's so fixed. weird, isn't it? Cause it's like yeah. a sign is literally like a water thing being poured out. Yeah. Yeah. Think of it as like a water fairy. <laughs> um, 
They are flighty and stubborn and aggressive. They are kind of torn between creating change and craving security. They are kind of the round pegs in the square holes. They're like the quirky, um, unique ones out there that make things fun. A lot of artists. Um, they also, <laughs> they're funny though, because they'll try to, they'll spend a lot of energy trying to force the world around them to change so that they can look nonconformist. <laughs> they fear change. They, not as much as Pisces does, but they do kind of fear change. They're aloof, not passionate. So, um, yeah, aloof, not passionate. They have a fear of introspection. They chase the future. Um, do you have a keen judgment about others and little understanding about yourself? You might be an Aquarius. Are you arbitrary, irritable, and eccentric? Are you also kind of prone to temper tantrums every now and then? Like you can't find your camera right before the party and we find you stomping. Is that possible, Aquarius? Um, are you sort of the queen of emotional separation? Like they're not mushy emotional. They're not, they're not at the whim of their emotions. They're like kind of straight laced, straight shooters. Are you obstinate and tenacious? Are you ingenious at mind games? Are you also kind of a paranoid disaster fantas fantasy person? <laughs> disaster fantasies. <laughs> um, are you no rebellious? <laughs> are you rebellious, headstrong, and contrary? Are you like independent to the point that it's like selfish? Are you quirky? Did you know that aliens kidnap Aquarians more than any other sign? <laughs> yes <laughs> do you have a kinship with the bizarre aquarius we know you do um are you over amped detached unpredictable and temperamental probably so <laughs> that's the aquarius i think some of the things that um would keep an aquarian drinking or make an aquarian you know kind of a bad drunk is sort of that emotional separation piece. And also <laughs> just kind of a paranoid thing. I think that they tend to sort of go inward and just sort of be, they just sort of stay inside and work on their like fucking alien bunker and just pour drinks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that they're quirky. That's what I love about them. And they, they don't really care that they're misunderstood. Like the ram is like beating its head against brick walls because it feels like no one understands them. Well, no one really understands Aquarian either, but Aquarian, like, first of all, they're kind of aloof to it. And second of all, they're not, they don't set out to be understood. They set out to like make big change, like make like big futuristic growth, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> ingenious at mind games anything you want to add <laughs> no comment <laughs> um, I think another thing that would keep them drinking is that they're torn between creating change and craving security and I think with drinking it's like you do have to make a huge change and when when you're drinking you're actually really secure in that 
routine, you know, that, that life, that, that reality in which they are. And so that creating change versus craving security, I think can be really hard. Um, my daughter is an Aquarius and this is insane. You can't do this, but I wished, I always wanted an Aquarian um, child. Oh, cool. Cause I just love them. <laughs> I just, I just like probably a handful of like, I don't know how many people were in my wedding, but like pretty much the whole lineup of bridesmaids was like Aquarians. I just, <laughs> I just love them. They're they're They have like a perverse sense of humor and the, the kinship with the bizarre. They're just so much fun. So once they do decide to get sober, they have a lot of gifts that they can offer. They are assertive and they're original and they're idealistic. They are strongly individualist which i think in this world is is especially for girls i just love like my daughter is she just kind of wears what she wants she's not really worried about what the other kids are doing and it's amazing um they can be delightfully spontaneous too they are innovative thinkers like you want one on your team in all situations <laughs> they've been, they've already thought about it in their disaster fantasies <laughs> <laughs> they're inventive and they're original they are the original free spirit they're curious and they're completely unconcerned with what other people think of them which i think can be such a gift if you're just starting out in sobriety like that's the thing you really want to lean into um they are the world's most original thinker they're sensible they're friendly idealistic they have a fierce need for independence and, but that fierce need for independence can be a dual-edged sword because they can kind of be their own worst enemy. So Aquarians looking for sobriety. Here's what I urge you to do. Lean into your contrarianism in this booze-centric society. <laughs> um, so that's like your fun way to just kind of be that rebellious contrarian. Um, and also, since they don't really care what other people think of them, they can be the one at the party just like not drinking and completely own it. I think it's great to have an Aquarian um, on your team in sobriety because that's one of that's a hard thing to do. And they just it's just natural for them. Um, <laughs> I think something that's going to be a challenge for you is if you can learn to overcome your urge to lay down the law and spell ultimatums you can get a lot farther in life. <laughs> um, what's great about them and what's I think gonna really boost them in sobriety is their motto is honesty is the best policy. Policy, And so that first step of sobriety where you're like being honest with yourself about what it is that you're drinking, you know, what your drinking looks like and what it's gonna look like five years down the road and what you're gonna have to do. They're very logical like that. And once they can arrive at that point, like they can only succeed. Um, make sure you give yourself plenty of space and um, develop a compassion for yourself. Lean into the rational facts of sobriety. They're not emotional thinkers, they're rational thinkers. So Aquarians, to you, over to you, Elaine. Sober oh, sorry, Aquarians. Yeah. Well, I only found one sober Aquarian, which was Christina Ricci. And she seems like an Aquarian. Like you think that yes. was the Adams character yes. that she pretty much embodied for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah, just kind of those like quirky, quirky, you know, the kinship with the bizarre. That's totally yeah, for sure. Christina Ricci. 
Okay, this is the last one, it's Pisces. So I remember in the very beginning when I said that Aries is kind of the baby of the universe and they like to be coddled. Well, Pisces is kind of the old soul of the universe. They're um, by no means are they like the adult in the room at all, but um, that, that would kind of be like Virgo and Capricorn maybe. Um, but they're the old soul and um, I, yeah. That, that's Pisces. Okay, Pisces is February 19th to March 20th. Pisces is the fish or the mermaid. It's water, it's mutable. It's a water sign. So they're moody, they're inconsistent, and they're emotional manipulators. Pisces is known to be hedonistic escapists. Are you self-destructive? You might be a Pisces. <laughs> Are you, do you suffer from fallen arches from running away from life? Maybe you're a Pisces. <laughs> Do you reside in the house of sorrows, secrets, and self-undoing? I know you do, Pisces. <laughs> and you're, um, do you, are you reality challenged? Are you a gullible dreamer? Are you disorganized? Are you a distraught, helpless person? You might be a Pisces. <laughs> do you walk through life with tunnel vision and blinders just for good measure? Are you reality challenged? That's maybe, that might be you, Pisces. Do you, um, do you live a life where you just filter nasty lumps of truth and simply dispose of them? <laughs> do you, <laughs> can you tolerate everything because you just simply can't figure out how to do anything about it? Is that you Pisces? Are you resistant, not realistic? Do you fear of change so much that you will just sit in your dumpy apartment surrounded by like takeout containers and empty booze bottles? Uh, that's what that truth filter will get you. Um, do you prefer the status quo, even if it's detrimental to you? Were you born without the I deserve it gene? Um, this, has that left you to the mercy of your own escapist nature? Are you a natural born liar? Is mm. that why you're such a good alcoholic Pisces? Or is it because they, there's a word like the Piscean thirst for alcohol? Like it's a real thing. Wow. Are you self-deluded? Are you your own worst enemy? Is crying your cardio? <laughs> uh. Are you afraid of conflict? Uh, did you know that every Pisces is addicted to something to avoid dealing with reality? Um, substance abuse, overindulgence is a very real danger, especially for Pisces. So Pisces was basically born to be the addict. They're the fucking escapist hedonistic self-indulgent lazy addict of the universe they're i don't i what they're not actually lazy they're not actually lazy they're just they can't think of what to do about it right they're yeah, just yeah. so caught up in their Feel own emotional, yes and just the emotional turmoil of it all just has them just swimming at the bottom of their tank Pisces is just like my goldfish downstairs where it's like some days you go down there and they're like swimming feverishly like signing up for night school getting certified losing weight and then the, the next day you go down there and they're just like floating upside down at the top of the tank <laughs> just whoop, nothing matters um so th it's just from day to day. Sometimes they're just like super on it doing art projects. And sometimes they're like, you have to put a mirror under their nose to make sure they're still breathing. 
Um, super fear of change, like prefer the status quo, even if it's detrimental. I think that's going to keep a Pisces in the drunk tank big mm -hmm. time. And just the escapist and like the reality challenge is like number one, like adios. And they got that bottle to their lips and they're escaping out the back hatch of their brain. That's Pisces, like a thousand percent. Um, is crying your cardio? Yes. Are you afraid of conflict? Um, just that avoidance, the avoidance, I think is what's Pisces. They're just, uh, Desi Arnaz was a Pisces and, um, Lucille Ball was a Leo. And, um, there's just a story about him just feeling so like, uh, what's that word where you just kind of feel sorry for yourself mm -hmm. because yeah. she was just successful and he was just drunk all the time. And, um, he was cheating on her and I think, you know, she divorced him and he just sort of just sunk to the bottom of, he just drifted to obscurity in the bottom of his bottle because he just couldn't get outside of his like heady mess of substance to like succeed. Yeah. Um, so sad. yeah, it's super sad. Pisces, if you can get outside your headiness of substance you are the visionary of the universe you are imaginative you are deeply introspective you are you're the old soul of the universe like you've sort of walked in the shoes of all the other signs and um you're deep you're an empathetic soul like you really pisces also i think needs kind of um they recharge with solitude because it's exhausting feeling everyone's feelings with them all the time that you sort of need to like go into solitude and just sort of like debrief, decompress. Mm. Um, they're super intuitive, especially emotionally. Um, they're caring and they're sympathetic. So um, if you're a Pisces and you're ready to, uh, fucking take on the the gorgeous jump on that sober train and ride into the gorgeous beautiful life of sobriety um stop underestimating yourself i think is step one step two um live and let live it's important that you like get up off the couch like put the bag of chips down or whatever clean up all the kleenexes from all your crying and like hustle hard behind the scenes because Pisces, when they are motivated, they're kind of, they're almost, they have like the duality of the fish. They're kind of like, um, I hope I'm not using this incorrectly uh, out of context, but the kind of that bipolar where it's like, they're, they're going, 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 building, building, making, making. And then they're just like floating at the top of the tank, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like hustle hard behind the scenes and like get that work done. Yeah. Um, and lean, lean into your solitude for growth, but beware of depressive episodes and triggers that come with solitude. Um, suss out your own pace and rhythm. I think it's hard for Pisces to kind of listen to themselves because they're so like emotionally intuitive. They're such, they're, they're like cancer, but they're just, they're just really happy to float at the bottom of the tank. <laughs> <sighs> um, they have a stainless steel spine. So use that to lean into all of your feelings and uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. You are worth it. That's the big one for Pisces. It's like, you're worth it. You deserve help. They were born without the, I deserve it gene.
Mm. Beware of sensory overload and try to recharge appropriately. And when life gets too hard, see a movie, visit an antique mall, or find a body of water. I thought you were going to say find a body. (laughs) (laughs) Find a warm body. Find a body. I thought you meant a dead body, but I guess a warm body. (laughs) Come on, Toby. Well, Elaine, after you said that, find a dead body. (laughs) You, should we say what we are? Okay, but first, sober Pisces. Drew Barrymore, totally makes sense. Kristen Davis of Sex and the City. Oh, sober Pisces females can totally yeah. see both of them yeah and like drew barrymore. barrymore was like an addict i mean she went to rehab when she was 13 well and she know? kind of also embodies that sentiment you said where you're like going 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 and then you kind of recharge and you kind of you know like yeah uh, you drop the off the face of, of the earth for a while mm-hmm, over productivity and then you know reclamation kind of totally totally yeah so i'm a pisces Woo-hoo! yeah um liz taylor was a pisces and oh, wow. um they said that um that stainless steel spine like she endured two marriages to scorpio richard burton like <laughs> they will endure anything mm-hmm. um but they're strong like once you put your mind to it you can do it um so speaking of finding a dead body to comfort yourself <laughs> when life gets too hard what are you oh, <laughs> Finding a dead body. Hey, listen, I do not have a UFO bunker, okay? But I have been, I have been abducted by an alien. Yes, I am an Aquarius. I am totally a square peg in a round hole. So yep, there you go. Yep. Uh, um, I didn't agree with that. It's so interesting this yeah. whole process because. First of all, I could, I could relate to a lot of the traits of some of the other signs and then the tips were helpful as well. Um, just in general, but like, it's so interesting, right? Because like 95% of that Aquarian stuff, I was like, oh yes, yes, yes. Yep. But then like the whole, like, um, you know, we don't care what other people think. I'm like, really? Cause I do <laughs> I care what uh-huh. people think. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we have, it's, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's nature versus nurture because it's not the quite thing with the astro- right. same thing with astrology, but we do still have influences from our parents and things that are interwoven into all this. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then there's also the, like, with that personality test, the INTGF, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I would love, I has someone written a book, let me know. Cause I would love to just in my Piscean manic episode to like take the astrology and take like the, um, what's that test? The I, the I N T F J. I don't know, man. That sounds just like a bunch of accurate acronyms. <laughs> no, well, I think it's called, I want to call it the Myers-Briggs personality test. Oh where it's yes, like, yes. There's yes. four facets where it's like introvert or extrovert, yes. you know, all that. I would love to take that and like cross-reference it with, yeah, but I want to take it and cross-reference it with um, astrology. Oh, cool. Cause there's like 16 different personality types. There's 12 signs and I want to see like how they hmm whatever that's that's just that's that's a side note um so this has been super fun super and fun. I feel like the the tips and tricks hopefully you found something in there hopefully hopefully this wasn't a career ender for me 
my fucking career, <laughs> my once a month podcasting career. Hopefully no. this wasn't a friend ender for anybody out there. No, no, definitely not. For Hopefully me. it was fun. Cool. No, it was fun. Yeah. And I was just thinking about, you know, all those different things that make, make us all up as, as people, you know, in general. And like, also mm-hmm. just, there are things I listen to about I'm sure this is true. Anybody listening to their sign, the positive things you're just kind of laughing and the negative things you're kind of laughing too, because, you know, we should all be embracing our quirks in sobriety. Mm -hmm. I can say that because I'm the quirkiest of the signs. You're the quirky one. (laughs) But still, (laughs) no, but, um, But there, yeah, but I just think that it's fine. We're, we're all flawed. (laughs) We all Mm -hmm. have little things and, but it sounds like we all have things that would, um, you know, the, you know, personality traits, whether they're ingrained, whether they're from the sky, like we all have to be careful um, because, you know, all personality traits, negative ones, what have you, they will feed into, you know, um, addiction for sure. Absolutely. And I think that like the whole key tricks for each sign, like there was a, there was, I think in, in sobriety, I found that there's a resounding theme with like, get to know yourself, make friends with solitude, you know, find a crew, celebrate and celebrate yourself, you know, in healthy ways. And like, try to find someone you trust that you can be vulnerable with, even if that's a journal you know, like that's good for all of us. And just like you said, like knowing all of our traits, like the the good ones and the bad ones, that's like step one of sobriety. It's like you get to meet yourself, your authentic self. It's and true. so hopefully this was like a fun exercise yeah. for everybody it's to get a look to at their laugh, authentic self. You know, it's yeah. important yeah. to laugh at ourselves. Like, like that whole, the, um, like I totally, I watch like all the crazy UFO shows, <laughs> like, the, like the William Shatner unexplained shows, all those ghost mm-hmm. adventures, you name it. So um, now I'm just like, that's just me. It's not even a flaw. Yeah. Not even a flaw. Yeah. I can't help it. <laughs> yep. Totally. Just in my side. Yep. Oh and, man. Uh, it Sarah, was that fun was so when I was, fun. it's cool that it was towards the last that was super fun that was cool. super fun well so join. i've been hanging with elaine schuyler neal and i've been hanging out with astrology expert extraordinaire sarah malloy <laughs> <laughs> and um if you like this stuff if you really if you like to be talked dirty to um <laughs> you need to check out this book it's called born on a rotten day by hazel dixon cooper I would give you this copy, but I have given away so many fucking copies of this book in the course of my lifetime that this one's mine. Go get your own. Hazel Dixon Cooper. You've been hanging with the sober baddies. Thanks for hanging. Bye-bye.